podcast this is our first official episode yeah i tried making some in the past mm, test runs and we're just gonna call it that i was participating with uh tim smith of the endurance and topics podcast i've been doing that all month and i'm gonna finish that he was doing the dog days of august podcasting challenge and the challenge was to put out a podcast every day. So he asked a few people if that were in his Facebook group if they wanted to participate with him and send in a one, two, three minute. Uh, I think I got on over only a couple times, but a podcast, a little sound bite, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and he would put it together, and there's about six of us doing this with him. And he was putting out a podcast and. I had considered doing this before, and then when I uh, went to do this with him, kind of inspired me to get it all, get going, and try to get some work done, and finally got it set up so my podcast would be on iTunes, and so the one thing another to another, and here I am trying to finally get this started. Hopefully, I'll put out a couple, two, four, whatever a month. And the daily thing I don't think would work for me. I could try it. I could try. Uh, okay, I do want to say from the very beginning that this is a very amateur podcast. I'm actually doing this on an iPad or my iPhone and on an app called Boss Jock. So there's going to be little, probably no editing involved. I'm just going to go ahead and record and basically I'll sending out whatever gets recorded, I guess. Uh, I'm not sure how long I'm going to record for it. It'll depend on what I have to talk about on that particular day. But I do want to try to keep some sort of consistency. Uh, it could be anywhere. I'll try to do anywhere from 10, 15 minutes. I know it won't be over an hour. Uh, other than the occasional pause, I can't see, see me talking nonstop for an hour to keep you entertained. Uh, I could try. Uh, Depends what I'm talking about. I enjoy talking about running. Obviously, that's why I'm making a podcast about my running. And right now, I'm in training for the Detroit Marathon. It's coming up on October 21st. Um, perhaps I should go over a few details about me. Um, my name is Bruce McIntosh. I'm pretty much open book in that area. Uh, I've been running for quite a while. I kind of took a few years off a while back. And where I was barely running or just a tiny bit here and there. And then I got back to it a few years back and done some more marathons. Lifetime, i um, done 11. My last one was this year back in April. I ran Toledo. Uh, I've done a lot of races through the years from one mile. I, I'll never call myself an ultra runner. I did 150K just to say I did it, I guess. I do consider myself a marathoner, a half marathoner. Matter of fact, yesterday, on uh, Sunday, this is Tuesday I'm recording, I ran in my 30th half marathon of my life. Uh, 
I didn't start running until I was 38 and pretty quickly started racing. And I did run in a half marathon this Sunday, the Rock Hall Half Marathon in Cleveland, Ohio. That's a little over an hour from me. I live in Boardman, Ohio. That's near, uh, if you look on a map, you can probably find Youngstown, the easiest. I'm currently 53 years old. In fact, I, my birthday was the 6th of August, so I just turned 53. And I didn't start running until I was 38. Uh, like I said, there was a few years in there, but I've never been a fast runner. I'm at best the middle of the pack. Uh, for the half, I was struggling. I would only broken in two hours a couple times. And actually, I think the older I got, the less I was really pushing myself because I used to always be low two hours. Got 159 a couple times. And then I got where I guess I got complacent and just kind of went out around for fun because I started looking. I had kind of considered from 2014 on like my second running life. Uh, I had done all these other races and before that went a few years with no marathons. I think I went five years between marathons, uh, three or four years between halves. And when I look at the times, you can really see the difference. Uh, until recently, this year was a big change, and it's probably gonna be one of the things I talk about. Somebody offered to coach me. Uh, he's with the Youngstown Roadrunners Club. He's certified in the, in the Roadrunner Club of America program. He had some other certifications. I don't recall what they are offhand. He offered to coach me, so I took him up on the offer, and it's about January. He he told me and. Uh, my times are now starting to drop. I can uh, say that much. So, yes, Sunday's race, like I said, I had won up Saturday. And I did make some mistakes on Saturday and Sunday as far as uh, race things that would affect my race. Because I went up Saturday, drove from here to Cleveland. Uh, well, actually, with somebody or else and drove up to Cleveland. Did a they had a little packet pickup there. Um, so we decided I'm trying something I never thought I didn't think I'd try this but uh, this company was there set up at an expo they had a little expo just a few places things set up uh, running store uh, a few other things headbands one thing called magnesium for muscles and I ended up buying a sample of it try it out it's supposed to just spray it on your skin it's supposed to help with muscle cramps and stuff you get from long distance running or from other reasons too but that was uh i'm trying that out just got it saturday so i have nothing to point out if you want to look up magnesium for muscles it's the number four dot com magnesium the number four muscles dot com if anyone wants to take a look i have yet to form an opinion of it it's simple to use i guess you spray it on your muscles and your skin and it's supposed to absorb it in and help fight your muscle cramps um, I haven't done any enough to determine whether it had a factor or not. Uh, so, I went up there Saturday, got it. I ended up walking around Cleveland more than I probably wanted to or should have. I wasn't something I was planning on doing. Just kind of happened, got there, 
rather than just turn around and drive right back home, I decided to uh, walk around because I'm not up there all that often and put in some sights. Walked down by a progressive field. Uh, got something from my wife because actually her birthday was yesterday. And so I ended up buying an Indian shirt for her. We're big Cleveland Indians fan. I am a huge Cleveland Browns fan. I definitely will mention them throughout the season. Hopefully, hopefully, it will go better than last year and the last two years. I do have some hopes this year for them, but you never know. And it will, the packet, like, well, the packet pickup wasn't at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They had it at a Hyatt Regency, some downstairs area. And the building connected to it, there had a whole bunch of shops and stuff, and I just kind of walked through there for a little bit. And, you know, took in a few sites in Cleveland. Got back home and ended up watching a movie, and I was planning on getting up. The race was starting at 7. I wanted to be in Cleveland with over an hour drive by 6, 6.15 area. Ended up staying up. And since I was actually home alone for this weekend, uh, my wife had to go to, well, she had to, she ended up going to Michigan to visit her mother who's recovering from surgery. That's a whole other subject, but, and I stayed home because of the race, and I ended up going to uh, bed later than I planned, because I thought, well, I'll try to get to bed by 8, get up between 4 and 4.30, try to get out the door a little after 4.30. I was up, but would have been nice to go to bed a little earlier. I wasn't much after 9 o'clock, so I tried to get a good night's sleep. I almost just sleep. Almost did it. Then, uh, got up there, got parked, things like that, just to take care of the day. For some reason, I got nervous that morning. I had no reason to really be nervous. I had plenty of time. I had my number, had everything, and feeling really anxious for the race, but Started trying to calm myself down once I got down in the race area. That excitement. Uh, really didn't see too many people. I, I ran to one person I kind of knew. Well, I know her. Uh, and one or two people I sort of knew that were from the Youngstown area who happened to be up there for the race, too. Uh, like, on the, while I'm getting into the starting line. What was nice for me, I actually went around... Went out and did the loop around Cleveland Brown Stadium has a little warm-up. And to be honest, I usually don't do a warm-up for a half marathon, so I'm keeping track of things like that. And when I ate the day before, just because I'm really gearing up for Detroit, I'm, we'll talk about more than that on one of the, probably the next episode. Uh, because I am... That's uh, my big goal for the whole year. My whole thing all this year, I've been just geared towards that. So, we'll definitely be talking about that next time more. Uh, kind of wanted to talk about the race of, that I ran on Sunday a little bit today. And I, I got there, warmed up, got in line, saw the one person. But she was wearing street clothes. She wasn't really, uh, her boyfriend was running the race. So, she was just there to support him. I mean, she's a really, she's a good runner. I knew her from the area. She, so I was actually a little surprised she wasn't running it too, but I guess that was the 
guess that's something they decided, uh, or she decided she didn't want to run that one. And took off shortly after, just about on time. They were a little few minutes late, but no big deal. And a little after seven, get started. It was still a little dark out. Not much wind right then, but later on, we'd get on these long, early in the race, there was some wind in your face, so we made the turn. Uh, my coach wanted me to go for a 159. I thought that was kind of a jump. My last half before this was actually in the Youngstown Marathon and Half Marathon on July 3rd. I did a 207, which actually surprised me at the time. And because of my next one before that, I was like in the 229, 226 were my last two. They were last year, though, in 207. So I'm figuring this was a flatter course than the one in Youngstown. And, or it's supposed to be. I it, it is. Uh, so I'm figuring I could get down 205, maybe below 205. So I'm thinking somewhere maybe I can hit sub two. I don't know. I really didn't think there was anything in my training that made me think I could really go sub two, but thought I'd go for it and started off trying to go strong. I was trying not to waste a lot of energy uh, weaving in front of people. And actually, shortly after I started, I realized I forgot my uh, energy gel. I was going to bring one or two energy gels and try them out. I've been trying to use the same ones, so that I'm totally used to them. Uh, in previous marathons and stuff, I've had uh, problems with different ones. I found one. I think it's going to work just fine. But I forgot it today. <laughs> so, luckily, I remembered they were supposed to have that energy gel stuff somewhere on the course. I didn't exactly remember where. And it was supposed to be Honey Stinger. I usually use Honey Stinger Vanilla. So, I was just hoping they had a flavor that I'd be okay with. So, right after like I said, we got started, most of the uphill in this race, there's not a lot. There was one right here, and it was probably the worst one of the whole race, and it wasn't even that bad. And we do cross this one bridge, and it kind of felt like we were bouncing, like we were rubbing on rubber or plastic mats or something. It was just crazy, but uh, we kept going. But it was only on this bridge, and a few other people around me commented on it, and so it wasn't just me being crazy, or there wasn't, you know, I don't know what it was, I don't know what caused it, so started going from there, uh, the splits were going just fine early in the race, I'd fallen a little bit off of the pace I would have needed for the 159, but it was still, you know, not totally out of the realm, but just to break two, still in there for quite some time I didn't really uh, fade too much uh, then we got to and then uh, I think this is mile 7 or 7 or 8 there was a guy there with the gels energy gels and I saw him holding up and I saw what I thought was a vanilla one and I was right it was I went over grabbed it and and I was saving it because they, it was right at a water stop. I said, I didn't have time to take it and get water in. I took a quick sip of water. You know, uh, they had enough water stops, I felt. I, I can't remember exactly how many. It was six or seven, I think. 
I think I even there may have been more because I think I skipped one at the beginning, and actually the first one we came across was just over a mile in. I think I may have. Uh, I didn't. I don't think I took water there either. So either way, it was fine. Um, got the energy gel and just kind of kept going from there. And when I did, I held on to it, hoping to waited for the next till I saw the next water stop and was going to take it there. And I can't take water and run at the same time in the little cups. And I didn't want to carry, I don't like carrying water uh, unless I absolutely have to. I mean, I do all the time on training, but this way here, I just kind of use it, try to go straight through, uh, keep walking fast and take little sips and get going again. And I try to keep the walking, just to keep my, it does give me that tiny bit of a break. And I don't lose much. I, I get the hydration I need, hopefully. And I, so mile eight, and it, what was funny was mile seven was my fastest lap because that's where we turned to, and we had a lot of downhill that one. It was definitely a downhill assisted uh, uh, mile. When I looked at the splits, uh, when I look at the elevation from my Garmin, you can tell how we were going up at first, and then all of a sudden, we have this huge downhill, then it levels out again. We ended up right on the lake, because this is just one big loop where you start and finish in front of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'm nothing, and ended out on what's called Marginal Road. If anybody's familiar with Cleveland, I remembered it from years ago. It was always, you were always running it late in the Cleveland Marathon. Um, it was just a kind of, uh, I just remember it being miserable. It's basically, it's a wide sidewalk and they use it because otherwise they're not going to close down the main highway right there or they'd have to find a whole nother path. So they get you over this and you get on there, it was mile nine. I think we spent a couple miles, uh, I want to say two miles in this area. Was it nine or 10 we got on it. And, but now, you kind of like on the sidewalk, you're looking ahead. You can kind of see where we're going to downtown Cleveland. I mean, you're right next to the lake, which is nice, but you can just see things. And it's so far away, uh, or it seems so far away. Well, anyway, I got the uh, 10 or 11, and the one friend that I saw earlier who wasn't running it, waiting on her boyfriend, she somehow. I didn't know how she got there at the time. I later found out she uh, there's some scooter you can download an app for, and they're just like in the city of Cleveland, and I don't know how they get there or how they get charged or whatever, but she was able to get the scooter, went uh, and took it there, and she was just sitting there and took some pictures. I guess she was waiting for him to pass and get his picture. Uh, took one of me, and it actually came out pretty good. I ended up stealing it for Facebook. And then uh, pretty much uh, the last few miles, I kind of struggled a little more than I thought I should have. I ended up running a 201.06. I'm sorry, 201.04 was my official time on their time. I go by their time all the time. Beautiful metal. It's a guitar. It says Rock Hall on it. I, Blue guitar. I, I really thought it was a very unique, very nice metal. Matter of fact, I have a lot of good. I like the course overall, even the part with Marginal Road that I didn't 
think I like, uh, I had bad memories of it, I think, more than anything else. So that was the, and uh, they had bands, they had, I thought there'd be more bands out there from the way they advertised this, but there was a few people out playing, a few bands, uh, kind of nice at times, and there was, uh, oh, I can't remember, don't want to forget to tell you, they did have good traffic control, but there was people honking at several different intersections trying to get through. The police were there, road closed, and there was one guy got out of his car, and he's yelling at this officer. Uh, it was a female one, and she just kept telling him, you're going to have to turn around. Yeah, you're in that bailer hurry. And wouldn't let him go through because he's out yelling, oh, I'm not the only car waiting. Sorry, I guess we'll run faster. But uh, Between there, I heard they had over 4,000 for the whole event, but uh, I think it was like, 11 just under 1100 for just the uh half marathon they had a 5k and a 10k with this event too so if anybody was interested in those distances they could have done that and uh let's see I, my only disappointment and they had some vendors and stuff a few other things they had this one place you could go stand get your picture taken with your medal and it PNC set this up and they printed out your little picture uh, no charge and it was yours and they just gave it to you for being and uh, the food was the only thing that kind of was disappointing I had saw some people with pizza and I mean there was still a lot of people out on the track when I went over looking for it they had no pizza they had some watermelon and really didn't appeal to me at the time looked at the bananas and it, it was just like a one big like a box full of overripe bananas, and they didn't look appetizing at all, so I ended up not eating anything there. I had eaten, when I left my house, I brought a banana and a oatmeal square with me to eat on the way, because I had to get out of the house in a hurry, and that was like all I had had up to that point. I ended up running into uh, uh, my one friend there and her boyfriend, and hung out with them for a little while afterwards, and looked at the one running uh, department store they were set up there and well and then uh, I texted my wife and they were leaving from Detroit and got her daughter to drop her off in Cleveland so me and her could go to an Indians game after the run so I had a couple hours to kill uh, I just kind of hung out and then I ended up going to this uh, bar restaurant called Panini's. I had never been there. I can't remember if I ever been there or not. Uh, they have these great big sandwiches, thick bread. They put a little bit of uh, oh shit. They put French fries on it. You can order whatever kind you want. I got a ham, cheese, and egg. Yeah, uh, I don't know if it's because I was that hungry or if they're really good, but uh, I thought they were great that day. Uh, being as hungry as I was, I, I was able to devour this and sandwich which not surprising I guess if you see my body shape you'll know uh, I don't have trouble uh, putting some food away and that was uh, oh the Indians did win eight to nothing at the game so all good there and, well I'm running out of things I wanted to talk about I, that I 
enjoyed the race. I had a good time there. I like. I'm hoping I may end up doing it again. I hope every. Hope it uh, continues to be a good race in the future like this. And I'm trying to think. Uh, well, I'm gonna go ahead and sign off here and upload it and we'll go from there. Uh, hopefully, uh, I'll get some more stuff to talk about for next time. Uh, I'd definitely be uh, talking about my uh, continuing my marathon training. I'm gonna get ready for Detroit. I have someone uh, setting up the plan, so I don't really have to worry about that. They, uh, trying to rush off. Well, uh, for today, that's all. This is Bruce, Just a Runner Podcast. And we'll be back. Take care, and I hope you all have good runs, and good luck in any goals you have.